There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody has had a fantastic day. And uh, long live the queen. The queen is under medical supervision at Balmoral Castle in Scotland. Uh, a statement was released from Buckingham Palace. The, uh, the rumor on the street is that the queen is most likely going to pass at some point in time very, very shortly. And uh, I think she's like 200 years old or something like that, isn't she? She's, she's, she's ancient. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, we have uh, the queen potentially, potentially um, moving away from this realm, from this world. Uh, this is something that we've talked about uh, many, many, a uh, few years ago on the, on the podcast and the, the whole significance of Queen Elizabeth, who Queen Elizabeth is. And uh, the the secret societies that derive out of uh, the the British monarch, and uh, well, she's really a German. They just changed their names after World War II. But anyways, we're not going to get too much into that today. I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, potentially the Queen of England is on her deathbed, and uh, don't know if I want to say much respect out of that, but uh, we'll just leave it at that. So uh, Ukraine military, military chief has said a limited nuclear war cannot be ruled out. Ukraine's top military chief warned Wednesday that a limited nuclear war between Russia and the West cannot be discounted, a scenario with grave global implications. Oh, absolutely grave global implications. And, you know, one of the main reasons that this is most likely going to happen is simply because Ukraine is this proxy, this proxy organization that has been utilized for multiple years, decades, decades, to launder money, to advance various different research that you can't do in other westernized nations, to be as this uh, point of coercion against the former Soviet Union. Um, During World War II, it was a stronghold for the Nazis against Russia, that didn't work out too well for them, though. Um, and see, Ukraine has kind of had this uh, this blurry history, if you want to look at it like that. But, you know, when we start talking about nuclear war, you have to understand that the cabal, the deep state, the globalists, whatever you want to call these people, they were amassing an arsenal in Ukraine. What do I mean by that? Well, they had 28 biolabs spread throughout the country. If you still think that's a conspiracy, I highly recommend you go out there and research that. Research the Defense Intelligence Agency's Defense Threat Reduction Agency. So the DIA, Defense Intelligence Agency, which is the Department of Defense Intelligence branch, they have a branch under them known as the Defense Threat Reduction Agency, DTRA. DTRA hired one company known as Black & Veatch, Black and Vish was hired to go in there and basically 
repurpose and reorganize the former Soviet biolabs that existed in Ukraine after the Soviet collapse of the Soviet Union. This happened in about 2008-2009 under Barack Obama. This came about through massive concern and under funding derived through the Patriot Act with the Bioterrorism Act. Hold on from the Bioterrorism Act that came out of uh, pre-September 11th. If you don't know what I'm talking about there, do you remember September 7th, September 8th, we had anthrax attacks, um, anthrax attacks that were being sent to politicians. And that brought about this bioterrorism bill in 2004, which was attached to the Patriot Act and eventually gave funding. 2008, 2009, Barack Obama came in and basically started this program under the Defense Intelligence Agency Uh, the Defense Threat Reduction Agency. And this was really kind of repurposing a lot of biolabs, level four containment biolabs all throughout the country, all throughout the world. But Ukraine was one of the primary ones of which 28 of them were seeds. And within those 28 biolabs, the United States began to take over and kind of like repurpose them. Well, that happened all the way up until about, uh, about 2010, 2011, when we had a pro-Russian president come in. Um, I'm horrible at names, but his name was Victor Yanchevik. Victor Yanchevik. All right. He came in. He was a pro-Russian neo-Soviet president who was elected in Ukraine. And he basically told Europe, uh, we want nothing to do with you. He was good friends with a Russian president at the time, Dmitry Mendeleev. And so he comes in and he starts to negotiate with Putin and Mendeleev and all of them. And basically, they start kicking the West out of their country. Well, this is a big problem for those repurposed biolabs in Ukraine. And Russia kind of gets a a glimpse of what's going on there. But we also have, during that time, the Uranium One scandal. And this is where this whole nuclear talk begins to to happen. Because what's really happening here is we have the Uranium One scandal. The Uranium One scandal is, you know, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Secretary of State, various different companies selling... U.S. uranium to Russia for kickbacks to the Clinton Foundation. Russia's taking it, sending it to Iran. Then they're taking a certain portion of it and sending it to Ukraine and building weapons <laughs> under the nuke plants in Ukraine. So now we can understand why nuclear war is potentially going to break out in Ukraine because this is about the control of the deep state's arsenal. Their bioweapons, their nuclear weapons, and probably some other things. And Russia knew that, and Russia moved in on them, and now basically holds them hostage because of this. This is why Russia went in and took out all the 28 biolabs and went out and controls every single one of the nuke plants. And this is why the UN, the IAEA, are all trying to get into Russia. This is also one of the reasons why we see documents related to nuclear being seized at Mar-a-Lago. Because that had everything to do with Barack Obama, the Iran nuclear deal, Uranium One, um, basically a big scandal that formed, and Trump was investigating, and the FBI didn't want him to have those documentations. So when, when we have various military generals in Ukraine talking about this, oh yeah, you know, we're going we're gonna to be a potential nuclear war between the West and Russia, they're not joking. Now, hopefully it's contained, limited. It's only within a certain region area if it does happen. Um, Either way, that is horrible to even think about and even ponder. So we got to watch this Ukraine situation very, very closely because Ukraine, in a sense, is kind of like, think about it like the capital 
of the globalists for money laundering and much, much more. For money laundering, for weapon development, for um, you know hacking elections. We, we had the, the server at Burisma, which was basically in close geolocation to Russia that could spoof their IP addresses that was owned by a company by the name of CrowdStrike which was most likely utilizing a software developed by the CIA called Hammer and Scorecard to seal elections, not only in the United States of America, but all around the world. Remember Donald Trump's perfect phone call with uh, President Zelensky, the perfect phone call, the perfect phone call. And he said, the server, CrowdStrike, the server, do you have it? That's the server that he was talking about. That was the one found at Burisma. Burisma, if you don't remember, two people that were on the board of directors at Burisma in 2014 were Hunter Biden and Devin Archer, who just happened to be invested in a company called Metabiota, which worked as a subcontractor for a company called Black and Veach, which invested heavily in biolabs in Ukraine. Oh my goodness, you just see how all this stuff just starts connecting? This is the same time in 2014 that they were being investigated, Burisma, Hunter Biden and Devin Archer were being investigated by an investigator in Ukraine, uh, a political investigator, who uh, was eventually shut down by the president of Ukraine. And that happened after Joe Biden went to Ukraine. And if you remember the quid pro quo Joe video that was out there, and Joe Biden saying then, and uh, you know, and then they had this investigator and, and we had a million billion dollars in aid. And I went into the president and I said, hey, you dropped this, investiga- this investigation, the Shokin investigation, um, or you're not getting that, uh, that that billion dollars. And Joe Biden said some curse words, and he says, if you couldn't believe it or not, just a few hours later, man, they had that billion dollars, and that's called quid pro quo. But it was because he was investigating Hunter Biden, he was investigating Devin Archer, they are investigating what Burisma was doing with shady business deals, as well as the other financial ties that the DNC, those Americans, had in Ukraine in the development of various different weapons. And so what happens after that is those biolabs are used to develop genetically targeted bioweapons. This is not me saying this. This isn't conspiracy theories. This is coming directly from the Russian government, the Russian military, who has all the documentation, who's released it. You got to remember from 2014 to 2000 or about 2016 to 2021. Russia approached the UN Security Council multiple times over various different um, reports of genocide happening in the Donetsk and Lutesh regions of Ukraine against people with Russian ancestry. And Putin was screaming at the top of his lungs about this. It slowed down a little bit under Donald Trump. But uh, eventually, after Donald Trump was cooed, uh, Putin decided that it was time to end this mess, and that's kind of one of the reasons he, he went in there, but he understood the significance of this. By the way, there's a document out there that was uh, from a whistleblower um, to my uh, my good friend Thomas Rents over there. Thomas Rents is an attorney from Ohio who's gotten involved in all the litigation of the COVID vaccine, of whistleblowers, of the military, and he got a document released to him by a military whistleblower from August 2019 August 2019 now this is interesting because August 2019 is uh, about four months before the first COVID um, occurs on the scene not only that is COVID hadn't even been named yet it wasn't even a dream in the mind of the COVID daddy and the documents from the Pentagon requesting from these Defense Threat Reduction Agency Biolabs in Ukraine, all the information that it has pertaining to COVID-19. 
four months before COVID-19 was even named. They're naming COVID-19 in this directly in this document. I mean, like, what are the odds of that, right? And then you remember Donald Trump said, Ch China, China. Did you know that one of the bio labs in Ukraine is in a city called, that's the first five letters are C-H-Y-N-A? And that's apparently where COVID-19 was created. Originally, before 2014, when the game Research in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and moving over to Wuhan, China. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Down by the banks of the river, Charles. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. And, uh, yeah, I know that was a 15-minute truth bomb that I just gave you guys there. And sometimes I go off. And, you know, you just have to, like, you can't say one thing and then not connect the dots. It leaves people guessing. And I'm just not that type of person to say, you know, oh, Ukraine's military chief says limited nuclear war cannot be ruled out and then not say why, right? Because this is a deep state this is a global cabal stronghold and russia's controlling it right now and they're scared they're scared because uh well russia is holding military tribunals right now in ukraine in the northeast region of ukraine 
pertaining to these bio labs, these weapon development programs and everything like that. So, um, and then I just kind of told you that, uh, yeah, the, the original COVID, the, the original gain of function research was actually done in Ukraine. And then in 2014, it moved to the United States more 2000, I think it was about 2000, um, what was it? It was about, uh, well, originally it was done in Ukraine and then it kind of moved back into, uh, the United States, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Then it went to Wuhan, China, Eco Health Alliance, Peter Daszak, all that kind of stuff. And then it was released to the world. And I think China just released it to the world to kind of throw it under the bus because it was the United States operation that was happening with the Chinese fifth column or Chinese deep state. And excuse me, Xi Jinping was just like, yeah, I'm done with you guys. I'm done with the globalists because there's no reason why they would release COVID in a wet market right next to the facility that created it. That's just dumb. Unless someone wanted another person or people to trace the crumbs backwards and find out how it all happened. And that's the truth of the matter right there. All right. What else we got? A new poll finds majority of Americans believe Biden's anti-MAGA speech was meant to incite conflict. Duh. (laughs) You, You have pedo Hitler standing in front of the Praetorian Guard with a scene from the movie 1984 with a dark red backdrop, calling MAGA extremists, saying that they're a small number of the Republican Party, right? 72 million strong MAGA, right? Plus, probably, probably more closer to 100 million, or just a small part of, uh, of, of the MAGA movement, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, now we have, like, what was that? Kathy Griffin. If you know the comedian Kathy Griffin, she's not very funny. She's funny looking. She does stupid things. And her stupid things are funny because she's so dumb. But anyways, Kathy Griffin was on Twitter the other day. And uh, she said, if you, want a, if you don't want a civil war, vote Democrat. If you want a civil war, vote Republican. Now, She's obviously a flaming liberal. She's the one that held the uh, the mock head of Donald Trump up with blood all over it, right, in her hand and got massively canceled <laughs> from social media because of it. But uh, what, what she's saying there, and let me interpret this for you. If you don't want a civil war, vote Democrat. If you want a civil war, vote Democrat vote Republican. She's saying that the Democrats are willing to go to civil war if they lose this election. That's what she's saying. She says, if the Democrats lose this election, we're going to civil war. Well, I got some news for you, Kathy. You know, there's, um, let me see, what is it? 68% of all Americans own some type of firearm out of that 68%, 89% of them are Republicans. I, just just pointing that out there. Not that anybody wants violence or civil war. We're actually anti-violence. We're, we, we, we don't want anything to do with civil war or armed conflict or anything of that nature. But this is the Democrats that are saying this. This is the Democrats that are inciting violence. This is, uh, there's, there's tons of videos out there right now with Antifa, and they're out there talking about, you know, political violence is good, and, and we, we, we support political violence. And then you have these, these Democrat politicians, these socialist politicians out there going, Oh, these people are such nice people. They're good boys over there at BLM and Antifa. Let's give them.
them money. Oh, they got arrested for burning down a business? Oh, that's just, you know, that lighter must have slipped and that Montauk cocktail must have slipped out of their hands. Let's let's bail them out. And Hollywood gets behind them and they raise millions of dollars for these criminals. And then you get some people that walk into the Capitol building and they walk in single file lines between the rails and they take a few pictures and oh my god no those those are domestic terrorists those people are absolutely violent they need to be locked up welcome to 1984 george orwell but you know what i have a message for the left i have a message for those radicals in blm those radicals in antifa and all those other radical left organizations who believe themselves to be political activists if you look at every major incursion in the 20th century of socialism and communism, they utilized people just like you to rein their terror on the public and coerce the public into doing things that they didn't want to do. They utilized psychological warfare. They utilized various aspects of social engineering. But ultimately, and this is what you find, ultimately, at the end of the day, once you are useless to them, you are dead. And if you go into any aspect, whether it's the Bolshevik Revolution, whether it's Nazi, Nazi Germany, whether it's Mao, whether it's the other various social revolutions in the, the Southeastern Asia region, or even in uh, Europe or, or Eastern Europe, what you'll find out is that that army, the Gestapo, the Stasi, whoever you are, the ones that go out there and support them, the people, the people that go out there and support that regime are usually killed last. Just an FYI. They eliminate you because you are a threat. And if you're out there saying, like, you know, socialism is so great, man. You know, we just bring the power back to the people through worker organization. And, and, and it's just another type of slavery. And eventually what happens is you have a centralization of power. Oh, that's not going to happen here. Look at, look at Northern Europe. You mean all white Northern Europe? Yeah, they're really diversified up there, right? Well, you know, they, but the socialism works. No, it doesn't. You have almost 70-80% tax rates on people. Well, everybody needs to pay their fair share. No, we don't. See, when you're, you're paying 70 to 80% of your income to a government, that government has centralized control over your life. You no longer have rights, freedoms, and liberties. You have privileges. And see, that's the problem with communism and socialism. It looks great on paper. It sounds great when someone's talking about the beauties of socialism. But when you look at it in implementation across the 20th century, when you look at it right now in implementation across Northern Europe, what, what do you find out? It doesn't work. That it always leads to a central authority of power. And I've heard even some of these democratic socialists talk about it. And like, well, yeah, that's true. But we will have the centralized power and authority. Well, yeah, that's the problem. You're out there condoning violence, committing violence, burning down businesses, hurting people because they disagree with your political and social views. And so you're okay with violence against them. And then you want, you want all of us to, to usher behind you for a centralization of power that you're going to be in control of? Get out of here. Uh, that's not the world I live in. And so 
what we're seeing right now is we're seeing various different radical political movements take foothold in the United States of America because we're getting close in that color revolution towards the collapse of our constitutional republic, or at least this is what the cabal, the deep state, the globalists, and everybody else wants. But the thing is, is these people are being social engineered, they're going to be coerced, they're being psychologically warfared into believing that they're going to get their way in some way, shape, or form. But ultimately, the people like AOC, the people like Bernie Sanders and all these Bernie bros and all the Antifa and BLM is they are being utilized as pawns and they will go to the wayside just as everybody else. They will be eliminated because they become a threat to the power control structures. Not to say they're all triple vaxxed anyway, so there's not much we have to do is just wait. But Joe Biden, Joe Biden, as declared by Donald Trump this last weekend, is an enemy of the state. That's what Donald Trump said. He's an enemy of the state. He's the enemy of the people. And you know what? I agree with this. I I, I agree with this. That, that Joe Biden is an enemy of the state. He has came out and he has labeled MAGA extremists. He has labeled people like you and me who, who basically go out there and just want a good life and to be left alone. We just want freedom, liberty, free speech, our Bill of Rights protected. We just want the Constitution re-implemented. And we're extremists. We'll be back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back to the Dark Delight Show. And yeah, man, I, you know, I don't even know what you mean. It's just like, there's, there's tons of stuff going on. They're attacking Donald Trump from all angles. We have Joe Biden being, being the, the man that he is, completely oblivious to how the world works. What, 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 what would happen? Well, man, they're, they're extremists, right? That's what we talked about in the meeting down by the docks. You know, the one where we couldn't bring our cell phones because the military's listening to us? You know, those meetings. You know, it was Chris Ray. This is a new article by the Gateway Pundit. FBI whistleblowers revealed Director Ray personally removed concerns raised by agents on politicalization of the agency from the final report pertaining to the Reagan Mar-a-Lago. You know, so according to the FBI whistleblowers, Chris Ray personally removed the concerns by rank and file members that the agency had become politicized in deciding which cases to open. The FBI agents made this complaint to the Senate Judiciary Committee members just the other day. This is uh, Paul Sperry on Gitter has been talking about this. He says that uh, Director, FBI Director Christopher Ray allegedly removed concerns raised by rank and file agents from this year's final report by the FBI Special Agent Advisory Committee, SAC, about FBI leadership becoming too politicized. In deciding which cases to open and which investigations to pursue, FBI whistleblowers have told the Senate Judiciary Committee. The SAC Executive Council, representing more than 10,000 agents from the Bureau's field offices, holds its meetings with the director at FBI headquarters twice a year. Paul Sperry says the FBI is now acting as both the propaganda arm of the Democratic Party and the paramilitary arm of the Democratic Party, and he's absolutely right. For six years, the FBI has been falsifying evidence and suppressing exculpatory evidence to frame Trump targets, destroying evidence that would incriminate the Bureau, lying to both the Inspector General and Congress, spying based on fraudulent warrants, opening investigations based on false pretenses, criminally leaking classified intercepts to the media, spreading false propaganda, conducting corrupt searches and seizures. And it's only going to get worse. Yes, it is. Why do I say it's only going to get worse? Because you know what? There was a coup on this country in 2020. 
They had already controlled the seventh floor of the FBI. They'd already controlled various three-letter agencies. And now, they're going for the kill shot. Now, here's the thing. It's when you look at this, when you look at the mass politicalization, when you look at the mass war crimes, that these politicians, that these bureaucracy that we call the deep state in the United States, when you look at what they've committed in the sense of crimes, this is treason, sedition, this is the highest crimes of our country, okay? When you look at that, you're going to ask yourself, do you think they're really going to let American first candidates win Congress and Senate and walk right into Washington, D.C. and take over power? <laughs> do you really think they're going to let that happen? You're crazy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, they definitely are not going to be letting that happen. They're doing everything in their power to stop Donald Trump and American First candidates. And here we go. Another deep state leak to the Washington Post. Documents describing foreign government's nuclear capabilities seized by the FBI during the Mar-a-Lago raid. Now, documents describing a foreign government's nuclear capabilities. What foreign government's nuclear capabilities were seized by the FBI during the Mar-a-Lago raid? Iran. Iran. Do you remember the, the picture with all the, the documents spread out there? There's one date in particular. I believe it was May 9th, 2018, in the sense of the documents. That's the day that Donald Trump left the Iran nuclear deal. And so what we're seeing here, okay, is the deep state trying to set up Donald Trump because if they can arrest Donald Trump, if they can stop the movement, if they get all America to turn on Donald Trump, and then, then they win. Then they don't have to worry about canceling elections or, or declaring martial law before or after the elections or, or basically just saying that the Republicans cheated. There's, there's so many different scenarios that can play out. But what we have to understand is that these people will never, ever, in any day, allow Republican American first candidates to come in and take over Congress and Senate. They're just not going to do it. Because guess what? As Hillary Clinton said in 2016, if Donald Trump gets in the White House, we'll all hang. Because she knew. She knew their crimes. She knows what they've done. Man, this is it's a great day for talking, isn't it? it just kind of just rolls right off the tongue. Trump slams the FBI for taking confidential medical and tax files the days of the Soviet Union, he says. Not only did the FBI steal my passports in the FBI raid and break into my home, Mar-a-Lago, but it's just been learned through court filings that they also improperly took my complete and highly confidential medical file in history with all the bells and whistles. At least they'll see how very healthy and absolutely perfect physical specimen I am. <laughs> Plus personal tax records, illegal to take, and lawyer-client privileged information, a definite no-no. We are in the days of the Soviet Union. And so this is from the FBI raid. They took this information that they didn't have to take that they didn't need to take. But they took it anyway, and it was illegal. Illegal to take. That's the truth of the matter right now, is that the FBI is as corrupt as corrupt can be. You know, kind of switching gears here. Let's think about this. A teacher in Ireland was suspended and then jailed over his refusal to use a student's preferred pronouns. This, this, this is real. This is very real. 
Enoch Burke was banned from school after citing religious conviction in his refusal to use the pronoun they for his student. In addition, he was arrested for returning to the school Monday, according to the Irish news website RTE. Wilson's hospital school suspended Burke in a disciplinary process for refusing to use the preferred pronouns of a transgender student, which he said would violate his Christian belief. A court issued an injunction temporarily barring him from teaching, according to the RTE. Burke returned to the school anyways, and he was arrested and taken to prison. This is the new norm. This is what's happening in our world. This is called social engineering. How do you engineer a society? You start them off young, you know, when, when they're like five or six years old in their school, and you start indoctrinating them into whatever you want to. And this transhumanistic agenda that is happening right now in this world is absolutely concerning. And we need to fight it at that local level. We need to fight it at the state level. We need to rise up and be incredibly loud about this because, you know, I I have some wonderful children. I have two children. And I talk to them often about what they learn in the classroom and about all this stuff. And um, my children think it is absolutely weird, unusual, and stupid of kids who are like that. And I said, well, do you identify? No, no, no. We just call them by their name. We just ask them what their name is, what they want to be called. And, and that's kind of the way it is. But, but luckily, they say in their school that they're not forced to, uh, into this indoctrination, that they keep a lot of this stuff out of there. Oath Keepers members include hundreds of elected officials, police and military personnel, leaked list suggests. So a list of uh, the personnel members of the Oath Keepers was leaked. And it includes hundreds of elected officials, police, and military personnel. Well, that's interesting because that's exactly what Oath Keepers is about. It's about those people who take oaths of office who are uh, become members and, and honor their oath. That, that's really all it was. In 2007, when I joined Oath Keepers, one of uh, probably the first few hundred members, you know, that, that was the whole idea is that if ever there comes a time in our country where people who have an oath to the Constitution are needed, then we'll stand and we'll rise. And that's exactly what Oath Keepers was created to do, is create a brotherhood, a sisterhood, of people who love the Constitution and will obey that oath. But now they're being uh, thrown out and cast out into the world as some type of radical militia organization, which they're absolutely not. Stuart Rhodes is a good dude, Known him, knew him uh, back in the day. Haven't talked to him quite a few years, since about 2012, but absolutely 100% a good dude. Uh, a massive win, Missouri vs. Biden lawsuit. Federal judge orders White House, Fauci, NIAID, and HHS to turn over hidden communications with big tech. Now, this is really important. So, the Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt, along with Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry, filed a lawsuit, Missouri vs. Biden, against the Biden administration, including Biden himself, Anthony Fauci, and the Department of Homeland Security, and nearly a dozen federal agencies and secretaries. Missouri and Louisiana just filed a suit against Joe Biden, Jen Psaki, Dr. Fauci, top-ranking officials, for colluding with social media companies to suppress freedom of speech under the guise of combating information. The suit alleges massive coordinated effort by the deep state, permanent administrative state, to work with big tech to censor and manipulate Americans. From Average citizens to news outlets on issues including Hunter Biden's laptop from hell, 2020 election integrity, COVID-19 origin, and extent skepticism, COVID-19 vaccine skepticism, and many others. Uh, 
now we're seeing that a judge has ruled that these classified uh, communications between White House, Fauci, NIAID, and HHS be turned over. And this is important because remember what Mark Zuckerberg said on Joe Rogan's podcast, that the FBI had called him and told him that he needs to suppress the story about Hunter Biden's laptop because it's Russian disinformation when they knew it was not Russian disinformation. Okay, this is what is being handed over. And so this could be massive in the sense of this collusion, this corruption, this fascism that has taken over our country of the 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 Stasi, if you want to call it that, the the Biden regime's grips and powers to censor conservatives. This could be not only an impeachable offense, but but treasonable, treasonable offense. So we're going to pay attention to that, and hopefully more information comes out about that relatively soon. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys updated on that. We'll keep you updated on that. Oh, there it is. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for that bump of music. We're going to take a quick break with the Dr. Light Show. We'll be right back in just one more minute with more news of the day. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. What a great team. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. 
And uh, Biden's energy secretary says, California, California, California is in the lead on energy. That's right. California is in the lead on energy. They are making the best policy and regulation decisions in the country. And by the way, meanwhile, at the same time, Governor Newsom is begging people not to use appliances or charge their electric cars to avoid blackouts. I mean, you, you really can't make this up. You know, Joe Biden's energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, who said this, um, is heavily invested in electric vehicles, in lithium-ion batteries, and in various green energy, including solar and wind. I mean, just, you know, this is where she made her money. That's why she's there. She's the energy secretary, but she's still heavily invested in it. And, you know, I mean, anything to make a buck, I guess, right? Anything to make a buck these days. That's, that's what's wrong with the world. Historic and unforgiving Western heat wave is peaking and crushing records. You know, there is a article that I want to bring up pertaining to this because the heat wave is one thing here. But there, there's so much more. There's so there it is. I found it. I found it. There's this great article um, posted on uh, SHTF plan um, when you know SH blank hits the fan. Okay, uh, a list of thirty things, thirty three things we know about the coming food shortages and global collapse. And now we're talking about this this heat wave, and, and it's not just in the United States. It's everywhere. It's in Asia. It's in Europe. It's in, it's in the United States, okay? But, but listen to these 33 things that are telling you there are problems coming. And with that, I'm going to plug My Patriot Supply. I'm definitely going to plug My Patriot Supply. If you, if you guys know My Patriot Supply, we run the ads on the 15 and 45 second. Go visit redpills.tv slash patriot. The only way that you're ever going to give us credit for My Patriot Supply is you have to go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Or Dr. Kirk Elliott, gold and silver, getgoldtoday.com. Okay, but listen to this. Number one, a hard red winter wheat crop in the United States this year was the smallest since 1963. But in 1963, the population was 182 million people living in the nation. Today, our population is 329 million. It is being projected that the rice harvest in California will be half of what it was in a normal year. The U.S. tomato harvest will come in at just 10.5 million tons in 2022. That is over a million tons lower than normal. This will be the worst U.S. corn harvest in at least a decade. Year-to-date shipments of carrots in the United States are down 45%. Year-to-date shipments of sweet corn in the United States are down 20%. Year-to-date shipments of sweet potatoes in the United States are down 13%. Year-to-date shipments of celery, 11%. Total peach production is down 15% from last year. Almost three-fourths of U.S. farmers say this year's drought is hurting their harvest. Thanks to the endless drought, the number of cattle in Oregon, this is important, listen to this, okay? Thanks to the drought, number of cattle in Oregon is down 41%. Number of cattle in New Mexico, down 43%. Number of cattle in Texas, down 50%. One beef producer in Oklahoma is now predicting that ground beef could potentially hit $50 per pound. At least 40% of the United States has been suffering from drought conditions 101 consecutive weeks. This is the worst multi-year mega drought in the United States in over 1,200 years. Europe has currently experienced the worst drought it has seen in 500 years. 
in some parts of Central Europe, river levels have fallen so low that hunger stones are being revealed for the first time in centuries. Corn production for the entire European Union could be down as much as one-fifth by 2022. We are being warned that there will be crop losses in France up to 35%. Being projected that crop losses in some of the UK as high as 50%. It's being reported that there will be crop losses up to 50% in parts of Germany. Some farmers in Italy have already lost up to 80% of their harvest. Agricultural production in Somalia is down 80% this year. In eastern Africa, the endless drought has already resulted in the deaths of at least 7 million animals. China, they are facing the worst drought they have ever experienced in recorded history. India normally accounts for 40% of the global rice trade, but we are being warned that production in the country will be down in 2022 because of lack of rainfall. A third of the entire nation of Pakistan was underwater in recent floods, absolutely devastated by the nation, and agricultural areas were hit particularly hard. As a result, mass majority of crops in that country have been washed away. The prices of some fertilizers have tripled in 2021. The prices of some other fertilizers have actually quadrupled. One payment company is reporting that the number of Americans using their app to take short-term loans to buy groceries is up by 95%. Demand at U.S. food banks is even worse than it was at the height of the pandemic. The World Health Organization is telling us that millions of people in Africa are now potentially facing a very real possibility of starving to death. According to the World Food Program, 828 million people around the world go to bed hungry each night. Needless to say, that number will soon be much higher. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres has publicly stated that he believes that it is likely there will be multiple famines in 2023. Now, this isn't doom and gloom. I'm not here to scare you. You've had massive warning that this is coming. I've been saying this for years. All I recommend you do is go out there and be prepared. Go out there and prepare for anything. It is better to be prepared for disaster than unprepared and have disaster hit. It is best to be well-stocked for you, your family, your neighbors, well-armed for you, your family, your neighbors, right? But most importantly, we must survive. This is about survival of the fittest. This is about living through the chaos. Most of us, our our parents or our grandparents, endured the Great Depression. And if you ever heard of the book, The Fourth Turning or Generations by Dr. Strauss, I highly recommend you take a look at it because it talks about the 90-year famine and war cycle. And we are at that 90 years right now. And yes, this is manipulated. This is manufactured. I get it. But it doesn't make it any different. That there are going to be hard times coming for people. In one way, shape, or form, there are going to be hard times. Even if Republicans get in the office and, and American First candidates get in office and we start holding the deep state responsible, guess what? There's still going to be hard times. Because everything that I just told you is not going to hit this world for another three months. The effects of all that stuff have nothing to do with today but everything to do with tomorrow. Which means that it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And so I highly recommend you go out there and get prepared. 
go out there and make sure that you have a way to defend yourself. You go out there and make sure you have one, two, three, four, five months of emergency food supply. Redpills.tv slash Patriot, best place to go. You can get the food to last 25 years plus on the shelf, okay? Redpills.tv slash Patriot. Make sure you have gold and silver. Make sure you have cash, right? Gold and silver, getgoldtoday.com. Make sure you have cash as well. If you're interested in talking more about this, if you're interested in hearing more about these types of things and understanding that this stuff is coming and when it's coming and how to collaborate with people, I recommend going to redpills.tv, okay? That's our primary website and subscribing to that email list. On top of that, go to socialredpill.com. That's our private social network. It's a whole group of people. And what we do is we try to take care of each other and help people survive. Socialredpill.com. Other than that, guys, we're going to talk to you tomorrow with another episode of the Dark Delight Show. Hope you have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you again.